Hey, Avery. Um, uh, this is going to be a weird question, I guess. Um, why are John's legs sticking Mm -hmm. out of the floor? Well, um, do you remember how, uh, we had, um, we have that department that manifests, um, one person's, uh, like waifu from a video game, uh, into reality. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. The, the waifu nader. Uh-huh. The waifu nader. Yeah. It's really important that you get, um, the, the, the you in there because otherwise it just sounds like waifu nader, um, which sounds like, um, I don't know if Arnold Schwarzenegger was your wife. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's going on with John though? Well, um, Pod John, I should say. Pod, yeah, Pod John. Not Editor, Editor John's John. just in the corner. Editor John is in the corner, Blair Witch in it. Um, but uh, Pod John. So uh, it turns out it manifested one of my waifus, um, mm-hmm. and it manifested uh, Gladys from uh, Portal. Uh, yeah, and so we kind of she did started doing like her thing with like the portals and stuff and also being really mean to me. Um, uh, which. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know. <sighs> um, anyway. Uh, so that's why John's part way in and part way out of the floor is because of a portal mishap from, um, GLaDOS who's really mean to me specifically and really, um, Yeah. Sorry, uh, I was yeah. thinking about some stuff. Uh, yeah, so that's um, that's like the whole thing. Okay, um, so we should probably get. Where's this top half? Um, we have a task force on it, but um, gotcha. All right. We really in the meantime, yeah. In the meantime, can we get you know a couple of the Soros bots to just take his legs down to? Down to the cloning chamber so that we can have a fresh jellied John next week, I guess. Um, they'll take a swab of his like toe fungus and get down there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, fuck. We still have to record. Yeah. Um. Oh fuck! We don't have the executive function to record. Yeah. Uh, the problem with oh yeah shit. Um. So, John, what are we talking... Oh, right. Um, yeah. No, and it's really awkward also uh, because... Hey, like, John, when you... you oh. oh. The Fantastic uh, Four... Yeah. Oh, you don't care about the no, Fantastic Four? No, I don't, that I don't really got, care about yeah. that now. Yeah, I John really and don't. I... Yeah, John and I. The problem with this is like <laughs> it's like we have just so little in common as people. Wait, and, um, can, I be, can I be so real for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Legitimately. Legitimately. When I heard that John... I had a. I just want to get out of the picture for a second. I literally, the Fantastic Forecast was announced this week, and John and I have discussed extensively off pod about what our fan casting for the Fantastic Four would be. Mm-hmm. And so I was literally going to come on to the episode, get halfway through Twitter shit, and go, Hey, Avery. Hey, honey. I love you so dearly. You can go ahead and start up Noida because John and I are going to talk about Fantastic Four now. <laughs> And then John got stuck in the floor, and so now you're. And then John got. 
Now you're here with stuck me. in the floor. Jack got stuck in the floor. And you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bottle that potential energy inside of you this entire well, episode. I, I I I um I when John messaged us and was like I can't record this week, I I got a little sad because I was like, I can't do that joke now. Yeah. I can't do that joke live. I have to like retell it and it's like not as effective. Um God, alright, I guess do we even want to try any Twitter shit? I'm here. I'm here, baby. If you need a if you need a soundboard, something to if you need a sound on me, you know, like anything that you need. Oh yeah, that's right. It's an Ian watch. I forgot. We got um you know who Ian Miles Chong is, right? Yeah. I've been on I've been on Twitter at points. Oh I know, I know, I know. I just I don't know if I don't know what I'm not like anyone knows. I don't know what anyone knows or So understands uh, if anyone, so i just i if anyone doesn't know who ian maya strong is uh he's a oh wait a, we never introduced ourselves fuck oh, we right. never introduced yeah. ourselves hi Jesus, executive function. We're a fucking wow <laughs> great um, i almost hi. wrote a post-it note hi what we I'm, had to do in order as a post, i'm and it didn't i'm this is the conditional materials podcast and yes. i'm avery your um nope uh, you're, um, I'm, Jesus. I can't think of anything else now. I, I'm Avery and I'm your play host. Uh, censor that. Uh, Anna, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> oh couldn't my think God. Of, couldn't think of anything else. My brain wouldn't let me have anything Hi. else. Hi, I'm Anna and I'm your, um, Helldivers 2. Um, the bots are starting to win. Get get into the bot, get into the the bot sectors of the galaxy and start liberating. We need you. We need you. Um, host Anna. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a conditional materials podcast. Yes, uh, yeah, we already said a that. Podcast for for gamers and by gamers. Um, so, just a little peek behind the curtain. John, uh, Pod John is literally not here today. Yeah, Pod, and so, yeah. you you get to see exactly how fucking messy we are when John's not here. Which is extremely <laughs> messy, because uh, John has that um, order, keeping everything organized, like autism. Um, and both yeah. Anna and I have executive... Chaos energy. Uh, dysfunction. Dysfunction. Yeah. Um, um, uh, um, so, well, and, and the fun thing is, we there's, like, real-life lore to this podcast, which is that the proto-version of the Conditional Materials podcast is Avery and I trying to talk about movies, and we spent three fucking hours talking about Spider-Man 3 yeah. because it baffled us so much. And we, and we, then, we joked about doing that again today. But I don't think yeah. either of us actually want to do that. 
I, well, the thing is, I think we could make a Spider-Man 3 podcast now that is so much better because we at least have a physical understanding of what a podcast should look like. Yeah. Because we've been making one for two years. <laughs> Avery keeps flexing. <laughs> <laughs> Avery, do you flex this much during the normal time we're here? Because yeah. normally when John's here, I'm over here the whole time. I'm over yeah. on this screen. Yeah. Scrolling through Twitter. I don't, I don't actually flex that. <laughs> much uh you know what it, it has been um i uh went to the i've been going to the gym uh the past like couple of days and i like feel my muscles and that makes me like want to flex and also you know what fuck you i like how i look okay that's i like how i look for like i and i deserve to like how i look as a fucking transgender person <clears throat> all right so fuck you Anna. yeah okay you're allowed to flex. I never said you couldn't flex. I, know. I was just no, saying, I'm, I was I'm, I'm literally, <laughs> literally, <laughs> just this whole thing about, literally all I said was, Avery keeps flexing. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally all I said. I know. I wasn't, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I got defensive as a bit. I got defensive as a bit. I'm teasing. I'm kidding. So I love you too. You, you we were so talking about Ian Miles Chong. Um, Ian Miles Chong. So, yeah. E- to explain who Ian Miles Chong is, he is a loser from the Philippines that um, keeps that got. In, I think he originally got involved with GamerGate and has been riding that particular grift till like now. Mm. Um, well, so, th- and then the big thing, and that's that's it, pretty much. Well, no, no, the big thing is that he's never stepped foot on U.S. soil. He is a Malaysian citizen. He's lived in Malaysia his whole life. Yeah, Malaysia. He, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. And um but no but I'm saying I'm saying and he's obsessed with American politics. He is a Malaysian born Malaysian resident never set foot in the United States of America and is obsessed with American politics. And it finally fucking bit him in the ass because um he works for this Canadian company um this Canadian like right wing news thing. I can't remember the name of it. And he is uh, like they're pro Israel and therefore he is pro Israel. Uh, but the problem is he lives in Malaysia, a very Muslim country that has like Malaysia is one of the few countries that has very explicitly been like, we are at war with Israel (laughs) in defense of Palestine. (laughs) Yeah. It is sedition and treason to defend, to defend Israel in this country. I didn't know that Malaysia was like Muslim. Oh, super Muslim. Yeah. Super Muslim. I, I, I had, I had like stream idea. Ranking every country in the world based on how Muslim they are. Is that how problematic is that on a scale of like pretty, pretty problematic? Yeah, pretty problematic. <laughs> well, so <clears throat> the reason why well, Malaysia is so Malaysia is so Muslim, it's like it's it's in that southern, you know, it's in that South China Sea area mm-hmm. where like in between the South China Sea and the Indian Ocean, where it's just, like, it's Indonesia, it's uh, Singapore, it's the Philippines, where, like, everyone who, like, everyone in China just kind of 
went. <laughs> I mean, there were always people, but it's like they kind of went south and like the Muslim, the, you know, the Muslim practitioners just kind of isolated themselves on the islands. And so that's why like Indonesia, Malaysia, like it's all like, it's all like very, uh, uh, it's a very insular, uh, Muslim, like heavy Muslim, like, uh, um, population population. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, and like, much like Saudi Arabia, the way they, because uh, they are just kind of how they are, um, like a hyper-Muslim country, I can't remember specifically, like, which natural resource they hoarded, but like, in the way that the UAE is just like, oil. we're just oil. Yeah. We're just oil. Malaysia has something similar. I don't remember what. Um, and they've basically just... Uh, oh, that's right. They're just manufacturing. Um, uh, but yeah, they're like... I don't know. They're like the 21st like most economically prosperous country on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, which is... For a country that small, that's insane. Anywho. Um, yeah. Uh, so he's been very publicly, Miles, Ian Miles Strong has been incredibly publicly talking about how how much he loves Israel and then had to <clears throat> fully dial back and then... Um, he got arrested, right? No, no. Okay. That's the th- We actually don't know but they are investigating him currently. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, fake tweets going around that are so funny of like, Emile Chong dead, hanged by <laughs> hanged by Malaysian government. And then <laughs> a bunch of people started tweeting, man, rest in peace, Ian Miles Chong, Malaysia's favorite weed dealer. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, every time I go to Malaysia... I, I got to hang out with Ian Miles Chong, a man who sold me a lot of marijuana. Is <laughs> that they, is that because House like, is gun collection? <laughs> is that because like, like if that's illegal in Malaysia? Oh Malay so in Malaysia, uh weed is illegal, gun ownership is illegal, um It's a Muslim country, so like a lot of their shit is just like super illegal. Um and so so yeah, like like Weed is like, we, it's like one of those, um, it's like in a movie where people are like, yeah, if you have weed in this country, you'll get sentenced to prison for like 30 plus years. It's that. Like, yeah. They have like a zero tolerance drug policy. I have, um, I had, a, I had an intrusive thought mm-hmm. of, uh, going to go get my gun and then hitting my weight, hitting my weed vape on camera. Yeah. Probably shouldn't do that, huh? I'm not recording. Well, I'm recording audio, but I'm not yeah. recording video. Yeah. And you can do literally whatever you want. You're an adult, and I'm also an adult. I'm far too intoxicated to do anything. But then again, Discord is tapped indirectly to the NSA. So. So. Uh, moving on. So. Moving on. Um... Yeah, uh, I hope that I hope that uh, 
he gets uh, arrested and tried for uh, and sedition. Shuts the fuck up. Yeah, forever. Uh, because shuts... that dude is just a bad takes generator. He's part of like the. It's like the people who are. I feel like there's a lot of people because, like, the only export that the U.S. actually has that matters is media and, like, yeah. political ideology stuff. Um, there's so many people that are, that are like, living abroad that basically consider themselves U.S. citizens. Um, and they've never been to the U.S. Uh, just because they have gotten, like... Um, essentially like radicalized via stochastic terrorism <laughs> um via u.s media that gets exported to uh i mean especially like canada like the exact canada has the exact kind of like crazy people that we have in the u.s like QAnon and all of that stuff yeah. got exported to canada because it's a it's a a cultural export the, essentially i was gonna say the reason why um Canada and the U.S. have such a good relationship mm -hmm. and essentially, I mean it's essentially free travel between the borders, like I mean, you need a passport, you, you need, need a, a checkpoint you know, yeah, but it's not you free can travel, literally drive but, yeah. you can drive between Canada and, like, New York State, like 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 many times during the day um <clears throat> um the reason why we have that is because the the only difference between Canada and America is that America was a British only colony. Canada was a French British colony. Mm -hmm. And so their government is informed by like both factors. Yeah. Um <clears throat> because the Brit the British colonists refused to give up their British ties and the French colonists refused to give up their French ties. And so when they created a single country, um they were just kind of like, let's have both. <laughs> yeah. Um the um, also the only ideological major ideological um difference between Canada and the US is Canada has free healthcare. Um and even then Canada has shit. Canada has the free healthcare that the U.S. would have if we had free healthcare, which is to say, um, Not Canada, one Canada's healthcare system, the foundation of it, I feel like at this point is telling people to go kill themselves. Yeah. So the the problem with, I mean, people always like to use like free healthcare in Canada as like a, a selling point. <laughs> And it's like, it's not that simple. Like, yes, there are very specific things you could go to Canada for, get a residency, and then, like, become, and then, like, get free surgery, essentially. You could do that for some things, but, like, they're, they're not curing fucking cancer up there, right? Like, <laughs> you know, they're, they're up there, like, doing the same shitty kind of medicine that we do here which is not vetting their medical professionals in any meaningful way. Um, all hospitals are still publicly run. They're not like... Nothing is privatized in any way. The only thing that is privatized is the like literal idea of healthcare. Um, it's fucking... I, I fucking hate Canadian healthcare so much because I argued for it for so long. 
that I was like, yeah, they have free healthcare up in Canada. And then I fucking looked it up and like actually did research into it. And I was like, oh, they have like, they have like the weird Wario version of free healthcare <laughs> where, where like, where if you, hey, straight up, if you have a brain tumor, bro, put a gun in your mouth, home dog. <laughs> hey, do you have, uh, do you have any kind of like long lasting disability or chronic pain? Put a gun in your mouth, dog. Hey, um, we legalized assisted suicide because, um, our medical care system is so bad, but we can't go to private. We can't go to private medical insurance stuff because then everyone in the country would collectively burn the House of Parliament down. Yep. So, oops, put a gun in your mouth if you have anything worse than a mild cold. Yep. <laughs> That's the entirety of Canadian healthcare. Yep. Um, the fuck were we talking about? Uh, Ian Miles Chong. Oh yeah, um, I feel like we've John we've talked enough. John about posted it. this. John posted this a couple days ago, and this is my favorite fucking article from the past week. It makes me, it makes me laugh so hard. Um, so it's a New York mag, a uh, personal finance columnist, um, and she fell victim to a. A cold call scam. Yep. And they and she lost fifty thousand dollars because she was told to put it in a shoebox and throw it into a moving vehicle. By quote the CIA. Um so I I want to read bits and pieces of this article and i want you to uh i want you to just say ding anytime you feel a red flag from from the the side of the scammers okay sure all right on a tuesday evening this past october i put fifty thousand dollars in cash in a shoebox taped it shut as instructed and carried it to the sidewalk in my in the front of my apartment by flown cast clasped my ear don't let anyone hurt me i told the man on the line feeling pathetic you won't be hurt he answered just keep doing exactly as i say i'm gonna skip ahead um blah 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 blah, blah. now i know this is all a scab i a cruel and violating one but painfully obvious in retrospect here's what i can't figure out why didn't i just hang up and call 911 why didn't i text my husband or my brother a lawyer or my best friend also a lawyer or my parents or one of the many other people who would have helped me why did i hand over all that money the contents of my savings account strictly for emergencies without a bigger fight um so this is amazing again i feel bad for people who fall victim to scams but um you're a, you're a personal yeah. finance column columnist for the New York Times and you live in New York City in a very expensive apartment with your wife and son and also you have family who are lawyers. What the fuck? That morning, it was October 31st, I dressed my toddler in a pizza costume for Halloween and kissed him goodbye for, before school. I wrote some work emails. At about 12.30pm, my phone buzzed. So this is where you would start dinging red sure. flags if you feel them. 
at about 2.30 p.m., my phone buzzed. The caller ID said it was Amazon. Uh, would not. I answered. Would not pick up. I answered. A polite woman with a vague accent told me she was calling from Amazon customer service to check some unusual activity on my account. The call was being recorded for quality assurance. Had I recently spent $8,000 on MacBooks and iPads? Um, I would not. I would not have picked up. I would. But if you had picked up. If I had picked up, I would say no. Great. I had not. I checked my Amazon account. My order history showed diapers and groceries, no iPads. The woman who said her name was Krista told me the purchases had been made under my business account. I don't have a business account, I said. Okay, yeah. Mm, she said. Our system shows that you have too. Krista and I concurred that I was the victim of identity theft. And she not said she would flag how... the fraudulent accounts and freeze their account activity. Not how identity theft works. She provided me with a case ID <clears throat> number for future reference and recommended that I check my credit cards. I did, and everything looked normal. I thanked her for her help. Then Krista explained that... Amazon had been having a lot of problems with identity theft and false accounts lately, and it had become so pervasive that the company was working with a liaison at the Federal Trade Commission and was referring defrauded customers to him. Could she connect me? Um, sure, I said. Um, I don't know. <laughs> she, she. So, yeah, Amazon just has a direct line to the FTC, baby. Don't worry. I, don't worry about it. I would be like, if that hap- if this happened to me, I would be like, um... No, thank you. I'd be confused at this point. This is a, I don't think that I would be like, I don't know if this is a scam. This is the point where I would be like, I don't understand why this is like, I don't understand. Like I would just be confused. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Krista transferred the call to a man who identified himself, identified himself as Calvin Mitchell he said he was an investigator with the FTC, gave me his badge number, and had me write down his direct phone line in case I needed to contact him again. He also told me our call was being recorded. He asked me to verify the spelling of my name. Then he read me the last four digits of my social security number, my home address, and my date of birth to confirm that they were correct. No. No, 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 no. no. The fact that he had my social security number threw me. I was getting nervous. I'm glad we're speaking, said Calvin. Your personal information is linked to a case we've been working on for a while now, and it's quite serious. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? So, hold on. Again, he has all her information. Which... If, uh, if it was... If it you, was that if never it was happens. And it was like, that never happens. So, but, what, what happens point, on, on these business calls is they say, can you confirm for me your social security number or the last four digits of your social security number. What can you conform saying... for me, your home address? You, they, people never just read it to you out loud. That's not a thing that happens. So this would be like the, yeah. the time where I would be like, this is weird. Like I would feel like, a, I would feel like this is like, I, I would feel he I'm being me... threatened. Sorry. 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 He had me read. He, oh no, he read me the yes. last four digits of my social security number, my home address, right, yeah. and my date of birth yeah. to confirm that they were correct. Yeah. So so he has the information. If this was a real investigation, uh, and she was like, I'm here to go to the FTC to report this, why does he already have the information? And he says he says, We're it's been your information is linked to a case we've been working on for a while now and it's quite serious. 
This um, all this would start to feel like a threat to me rather than something official. But right, but she's like, it, it's like, then why are you, why am I the one who has to contact you? Right. If you're the one who has all the information about me getting my Amazon account hacked, I guess. Why? And you're with the FTC running an investigation. Why am I contacting you? Right. Like, like when, you know, when the, the convenience store around the corner from me got, you know, got robbed a couple years ago, I, I walked to work one day and there was a plainclothes detective, like, just kind of walking around my sidewalk asking people questions because they were just trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. I, they didn't know that I was a witness. <laughs> I saw the fucking shit happen. They didn't know that. Yeah. So anyway, um, he told me that 22 bank accounts, nine vehicles and four properties were registered to my name. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> The bank accounts had wired more than $3 million overseas, mostly to Jamaica and Iraq. <laughs> uh, blah, 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 blah. They get, like, a name of some woman. Blah, 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 blah. I googled my name along with warrant and money laundering, but nothing came up. Were war why would arrest that, warrants public? Why would that be a thing that you would try to do? Were arrest warrants public? I wasn't sure. Google led me to truthfinder.com, which asked for my credit card information. Nope. I'm in deep shit, I texted my husband. My identity was stolen, and it seems really bad. Um, blah, 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 blah. And this guy basically convinces her that, like, you're an idiot because you use public Wi-Fi, and there's some, there's some woman in... In Vietnam, who's pretending to be you for some reason? If it was a scam, I couldn't see the angle. It had occurred to me that the whole story might be made up or an elaborate mistake, but no one had asked me for money or told me to buy crypto. They'd only encouraged me not to share my banking information. <laughs> That's how these start. Yeah, they have <laughs> That's the whole point. It's a long con. Blah, 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 blah. He tells her to not talk to his, not talk to her husband. Um, uh, she, she talks about how she wants to talk to her lawyer and he says, I can't help you if you want to talk to a lawyer. You will be considered non-cooperative. Your home will be raided and your assets will be seized. You may be arrested. It's your choice. That's just a threat. That is just a threat. Also not, not how things work. Not how Literally not how works. things work. If somebody tells you that you're not allowed to talk to a lawyer, that is... Like, the biggest red flag. You can't threaten somebody for asking to talk to a lawyer. That's exactly. literally, like... Yeah. Um, he asked me how much cash I thought I would need to support myself for a year if necessary. My assets could be frozen for up to two years if the investigation dragged on. He added, there could be a trial. I might need to testify. These things take time. I don't know, $50,000, I said. I wondered how I would receive paychecks without a bank account. Would I have to take time off from work? I did some mental calculations of how much my husband could float us and for how long. Okay, he said, you need to go to the bank and get that cash out now. You cannot tell them what it is for. In one of my last cases, the identity thief was someone who worked at the bank. Not how this works. 
Michael told me to keep the phone on speaker so we remain in contact. Yeah. No. Nope. He he's on speakerphone in her pocket the whole time. Nope. Yeah. Um It was ridiculous. Um Uh, as I walked back to my apartment, something jolted me out of my trance and I became furious. No government agency would establish this as protocol. It was preposterous. I need to speak with Michael, I told the woman on the phone. He got on right away. I don't even believe that you're a CIA agent, I'd said. What you're asking me to do is completely unreasonable. He sighed. I'm sending you a photo of my badge right now, he said. I don't know what else to tell you. You can trust me, or and I will help you, or you can hang up and put yourself and your family in danger. Do you really want to take that risk with a young child? That's a threat. That's a threat. The CIA can't threaten you like that. Unless, <laughs> unless, unless you're a black activist. You're, you're a black activist, or you live in the global south. Yeah. Um, when... I got home. Michael told me to get a box, put the cash in it, take a picture of it, then tape it shut. I found a floral printed shoe box that had once contained a pair of slippers I bought for myself. A frivolous purchase that now seemed horrifying. <laughs> this is so stupid. It's incredible. Um, undercover agents don't carry badges, he said. Oh, yeah. There's, a, there's an undercover agent. He's like, <laughs> undercover agents don't carry badges. They're undercover. Remember, <laughs> you are probably being watched. The criminals cannot know that a CIA agent is here. This is like, <laughs> this is so stupid. This is like comically yeah. stupid. Why would you? Yeah. <sighs> um. As I walk back inside. Oh, yeah, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, here we go. A little after 6 p.m., Michael told me to go downstairs. His colleague was arriving. My husband had just come home. Oh, yeah, so basically what he was telling him to do was there's going to be a car that's going to drive by. The back right window is going to go down. You're not going to speak to the driver. You're not going to do anything. You're just going to put the money in the back of the car and then let them drive away. And... When, and and then this is, this is him saying, Hey, the guy, the guy's there. You should get ready with that money. Um, a little after 6 PM, Michael told me to go downstairs. His colleague was arriving. My husband had just come home from work when I was reading, reading to our son. What's going on? Is everything okay? He asked as I put my coat on. I met motion to the phone and shushed him. Then I whispered, I have to go downstairs and meet a guy who's helping with the identity theft case. I'll explain more later. He frowned and silently mouthed. What? I told him I had to go. <clears throat> it's incredible um <laughs> he, she basically goes on to be like how she like like goes trick-or-treating with her son and then spends the rest of of this article being like i'm a fucking mess i'm a disaster i ruined my life i just gave some random person 50 grand blah 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 um The CIA is statutorily prevented from working domestically. That's one thing that's important. Yeah. Um, is it normal in the U.S. to work as a freelance writer, be 39, and have 80K in savings? It, I mean, 
if you are for the new york times yeah if you're a personal finance i don't know probably you couldn't have like tortured this shit out of me like, also, I don't have. She then goes if somebody, on, the thing about about it with me is, if somebody was just like, "Hey, give me ten thousand dollars," I'd be like, "I don't have that." Well, I'm saying she does have that, right? But like the other thing for me with like scams is like I don't know what they want from me because I'd be like, I don't fucking have several thousand dollars laying around. I don't have that. Well, yes, and that's you, yeah. and that's why you're not the target of these scams. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 not one of these rich people who's just sitting on money. Yeah, you're like you're a a young millennial. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you for calling me young. That's gonna fuel me for like for like a year. Um, I. I was the target of a scam one time, mm-hmm. and I, I it was amazing. It was the shittiest fucking scam in the world. I caught it immediately. Um, I got a phone call, and this was halfway through the pandemic, and I answered the phone call, and this was right after uh, – Avery knows this, and John knows this. I'm not going to tell the whole story to everyone. Um, the $9,000 unemployment thing, that thing, yeah. Um, you don't have to bleep that or anything, John. Just that. John, you have that's to, a story you have I to might bleep tell this. <laughs> anyway. We're making. That poor boy is sitting in his room <laughs> with a towel wrapped around his head. Like, <laughs> like a towel wrapped around his head with ice on either side of his face. Like. Okay, the real world thing is that John's got his wisdom teeth out. Like. <laughs> yeah. But. But, um, regardless, um, they call me and they're like, and they're like, hi, this is blah, blah, blah. No, it wasn't the unemployment thing. Uh, but it, it, that's where my brain was at this point. Cause I had just gotten that. Right. I had just made that connection and been like, oh, this must be a scam then. Uh, this was someone calling from, hi, I'm blah, 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 blah with blah, 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 blah. And we are here to talk about you repaying your student loans. And I was like, Okay. I'm like, great. Is this, you know, dead name, dead name? And I was like, uh huh. And they're like, great. And could you uh, read to me your social security number, uh, just so I can confirm that I have it right on my end? And I was like, I'm not comfortable saying my social security number out loud on the phone. And he was like, uh, okay. And then he just hangs up. <laughs> wow. It was so funny of just being like, just like sitting down and being like, I am not comfortable giving this, uh, giving you this number. And he was just like, oh, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then just hung up, panicked. He actively panicked and hung up. And then I was like, cool. And then I just put my phone down and went back to playing Fortnite or whatever. <laughs> like there is never, ever ever a situation where a government agency is going to ask you to read your social security number over the phone. I, to give my information to, um, 
All right, I can just talk about it. This past year, I had some issues with unemployment and them not having any of my fucking information on file, even though they were sending me letters constantly. Um, my, uh, my Apparently, my address was wrong in their system, and they didn't have any ID information on me. And the hoops I had to jump through to give someone the information, yeah, to like show somebody that I am who I say I am, that many hoops I had to jump through. Avery knows. I it was about a like two months. It was a couple where months. All yeah. I was where all like every other week I'd be like, unemployment strikes again. I have to fucking call somebody at ten AM on like a, a proprietary Zoom phone call service that, that doesn't fucking work and blah 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 blah. Um and this and, is yeah. This so, is like, all just to say, rich people are also bad with money. Everyone's bad with money. Yes, yes. Like, Everyone's bad with money. There, there's, but not, it's there's, not like a, there's not a secret thing that you can do to like. I don't know. Like, if you just stop buying coffee, then you're gonna magically be a billionaire. Yeah. That's not how yes, anything you're, works. Like, you're not magic. <laughs> no one is magically a billionaire. Uh, considering half of her family is like lawyers, I would assume she comes from a pretty wealthy family of Ivy Leaguers, and that's yeah, she'll get like, that five fifty k back like in a year. Yeah, that fifty k is not in the wind. It's like it'll be, it'll come back. Um, it's one of the few times that it's one of the few times that like that's when um. That's when the police are actually effective. That's when government agencies are actually effective is when a white woman is, uh, her money is threatened. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, um, I was, uh, a couple like months ago. I was, this is at Christmas Eve and I was with, uh, um, talking to a family friend. Uh, about mm. and the topic of scams came up, and she was just like, "Yeah, I lost eleven thousand dollars to scams," and I was just like, "What?" She was like, "Yeah, eleven thousand um, dollars," and all of it is just because she fucking picks up the phone. She picks up any anyone who calls her, she just picks up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Stop picking up the phone. <laughs> like the entirety of yes. of the mode of communication of somebody calling you, unless it is from a number that you know, it is entirely scams. <laughs> there is like there like the entirety of the that method of communication is just people trying to scam you. Um, that is why, yeah. like, phone phone calls are just dead to me and basically, like, everyone of my generation. Um, it, it, it's just, like, yeah. I, like, my, actually, oh, my great-grandmother, mm-hmm. this was years and years and years and years and years ago, she... 
old people are also really susceptible to this. She was like, yeah, my family friend phone... is also an older person. Like she's like in her seventies, I think. My my great grandmother was like eight, like almost ninety, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. How old was she when she passed away? She was like ninety two, I think. Um, and um like she picks up the phone and it's a woman on the other line and she goes grandma and my my great grandmother who by the way we never called no one ever called her grandma my mother who she thought that this person on the other end of the phone was Mm -hmm. she goes uh i don't want to i could say my mom's name stephanie you don't you don't have to believe that stephanie is that you She's like, yeah, Grandma, it's me. My mother has n- never called that woman Grandma mm-hmm. in her like while she was alive. She always called her Gaga. We all called her Gaga forever and ever. And still, she she fell for it and immediately went to the bank to like get some money out. And the only reason she didn't is because a bank teller was like, "Hey, hold on one second. And then called up my mom, who was the uh, arbitrator of her estate. Um, And my mom was like, hi, hello, what's going on? And he's like, hold on one second. And then just passes the phone to my great-grandmother, who's like, is that you? Are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. What's going on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) And yeah, and so they like, basically, they just pass. It's just ring around the rosy with the phone of like, my great-grandmother, my mother, and this bank teller just passing phones back and forth being like, okay, what the fuck happened? Oh, okay. This Um, is a scam. Yeah. But literally every time after that, Anytime my grandma, my, every time Gaga answered the phone after that, she'd answer, she'd go, hello? Uh-huh. And then she'd just hang up and go, no! <laughs> just go, go back to sitting down. I love that woman. I still love that woman so much. Um, she was my rock. Um, we miss you, Betty. Real G. Um... Yeah, God, that's so funny. I wish John was here because I know for a fact he has some fucking stories about someone in his family getting scammed because every time he tells a story about his family, it's like, oh, my gosh. I, like, I I drink that. Yeah. <laughs> I drink those. I drink it up. Uh, I drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. Um... Anything else you want to talk about? This is a um, short fucking episode. If, if we're already winding Twitter, down, Twitter let uh, I'm not winding down. Twitter Twitter let terrorists get verification yeah. badges. Didn't wasn't this also like already a thing where the like Taliban leaders? Yeah, got verified. Yeah, Taliban leaders got verified, um, but then. Um, Basically, it's just like providing premium services to leaders of a U.S. designated terrorist group and other sanctioned entities. And what groups specifically? 
other than because I know that the Taliban that's what I'm was a thing. For. Um, the Taliban was back when uh, uh, the U.S. Oh, here we go. Out of Hezbollah, the Yemeni Houthis, mm-hmm. uh, state-run media services mm-hmm. of like Iran's press TV and Russia's Tinkoff Bank, um, which are listed in the OFAC's database as specially designated nationals that are subject to U.S. sanctions against those two countries. Right. Um, I'm just reading off of the Rolling Stone article about this. Um, Basically, (laughs) Musk's response to this is really funny um, because his response is just much like normal, his response was just to keep retweeting Nazi shit. Yeah. And, like, keep replying to Nazi shit, being like, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with this. Um, What specific well, not, like, well, like the Nazi company, the. I mean, every day it's, like, a great replacement. I mean, I mean, take your pick. Great replacement. The Jews are controlling the media. Um... Uh, climate change isn't real. But like specifically um, about this, trans people to no, and just he just he just didn't stop doing those things. Okay, he his response is that he didn't respond. Meanwhile, the company is like floundering. Like every single Twitter staff, um, like page has like released a statement. The only two people who haven't are Musk himself and Linda Yaccarino, who's the CEO, who is supposed to be the one taking the flack for all this shit. But apparently, um, <laughs> going against U.S. sanctions is a step too far for her as CEO. Did she step down? Um, no. She just hasn't said anything about this. Okay. Every time something really bad happens, usually what happens is Linda will tweet out, you know, X is where it happens. Oh, I ate fish tacos last night. Nya, 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 nya. Um, meanwhile, her her boss, Elon, is sitting, you know, sitting four offices over, uh, holding his dick in his hand, jerking off to the Nazi flag, and just pressing the enter button on his keyboard over and over again, no matter what's on the screen. Um, but this time, it's like, there's like legal precedent here for the United States government to, to like private, to like privatize Twitter and make it. Well, actually public, it'll be public nationalized, uh, uh, nationalized, nationalized Twitter, just nationalized Twitter for, for security reasons, (laughs) for national security reasons. (laughs) That would be the funniest ending to all. That'd be incredible. Is that, that Twitter becomes a public commodity. Yeah. <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah. Um... Oh, yeah, that's what it was. His main... his The only thing he really said this week that was of any value was that Stephen King tweeted out, according to New York Times, terrorists may be paying for blue, mark, blue check marks on Twitter. I refuse to call it X. And then... Elon Musk's reply was stop deadnaming X, respect our transition. He's so fucking stupid. Like, he doesn't get it. Like, it's not that's not even funny. It's not <laughs> like, it's not funny. funny. And then all and also he's a transphobe. 
So, like, why don't... Like, it's so easy to yeah, flip if, that around and dunk it back on him. Like, he is a transphobe. Like... Like... <laughs> like... If you can... I, it's just weird, because it's like... I love dead naming. I love dead naming trans people. I love dead naming my kid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> stop dead naming us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it's that fucking. It's that fucking that that tweet of like. It, it's that tweet that's like that's like blah 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 blah. There's, you know, you know. There's too many genders. Hey, you know, conservatives, you guys only have the one joke. We have just as many jokes, as, as many stupid genders as you have. That's the same joke. Yeah. Like, like, they have, that's all they have. There's nothing. It's just a word cloud. There's no joke. It's just a word cloud of things that herd or liberal say. Like, that's all that there is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really frustrating. That's why I'm not on Twitter. I don't really want to be exposed to people like that anymore. Um, yeah. Thankfully, I, the way I eat, uh, I only see the stuff that I choose to see. The way you eat? Um, I choose what I, uh, yeah, what I consume. Sorry. Wow. Hey, Anna, how's it going over there? Um, I don't know if, no, this wasn't recorded. I smoked a giant bong hit right before we started recording yeah and i've been dealing with it since um and listener rest assured that i briefly scolded anna and said hey you need to yeah oh you need to i got a full you need to stop doing drugs as a bit because you still end up doing Mm -hmm. the drugs yes absolutely a hundred percent Um, the, um, but yeah, uh, I'm very responsible for how I, um, with the stuff that I consume, I fully just stopped talking for like a solid 10 seconds. You did. Jesus Christ. There's um, been, there's been a couple of those, hon. I love you so much. Jesus I'm so high. I love right you now. so this much. This is not okay. I need to stop smoking this much weed on the weekends. <laughs> I gotta stop. It's bad. I shouldn't do that anymore. Um, because at this point, all it's doing is just making me fucking not good at podcasting. Um, but I very much designed my own uh Twitter for you page. Um, by just uh, hold on. Let's see how many. Take a guess. At how many people you've blocked? Give it a guess. How many people I follow? I don't block anyone. The only people I block are ads. So, like, major companies. Um, I'm gonna... And a couple Nazis. But I don't really... I don't really block a lot of people. I'm gonna guess... Uh, you follow, like, a thousand people. Five thousand. Was it? Five thousand. Okay, less than that. It's about 3,600 people I follow. For reference, I have 100 followers on Twitter. <laughs> and I follow 3,000 people. I'm like John Cena. 
in that every time I see a tweet I like, I just follow that person. Yeah. Most of it's art. Most of it's art. About a third of it's porn. Um, a lot of porn. One third of 3,000 is 1,000, so that'll tell you something. Um, but yeah, uh, I tend to only see... I mean, I might have accidentally echo-chambered myself into this, but it's better than seeing a bunch of Nazis. No, like, yeah, I... The thing about the an echo chamber is, like, if you're seeing stuff that you don't agree with, and it the stuff that you don't agree with is Nazi propaganda, like, it's good that you're not yeah. seeing that. There are things that you shouldn't see that are better for your mental yeah. health. I struggle a lot with digital self-harm and being in comments comment sections that i shouldn't be in um and since i stopped doing that it's been great um i've entirely stopped yeah but, like mostly stopped um i think i think that's another thing is that like when i first started on the internet it was right around the time that like the rules of the internet was like a, a thing that was being shared around mm-hmm. and was like the meme at the time and I took them to heart, and then I started, like, following them. And, because, like, the rules of the internet are, like, dumb. But one of the first rules is stay out of the comment section. Yeah. It's, like, one of the first rules on there. And I'm like, yeah, hey, you know what? That sounds like a pretty bad place to be. And every time I go to a comment section, I just see, like... People whose lives I could never understand because we are so far disconnected. We're two people on opposite sides of of a rock watching the same thing. Yeah. And I, like, there was something I saw the other day. TikTok has done this to me as well, where, like, I, I routinely look. I don't, I don't involve myself in the comments on TikTok, but I do look at, like, the top four comments because 90% of the time it's I'll watch a TikTok and go that's kind of funny and then the top four tick the top four comments will be like hey did you notice this thing happening in the background and then I look at the thing in the background and it's the actual point of the video yeah um sure um but yeah I don't know like it feels um I don't know. It feels bad to like go in to go into like comment sections. It doesn't feel good. You just see people who have never like literally have such a different life from you. They just happen to also be using the internet. Yeah. And so there's literally no amount. And I used I used to get into fights on in fights on Twitter back when Twitter was like normal. And just getting into fights was just part of being on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, I don't want to get into a fight with someone who's obviously just a Nazi, who's just going to bad faith me into, like, sounding sounding like some kind of fucking spineless lib. Like, that's not, that's nothing. I'm not doing that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've got, like, a pretty healthy, I'm terminally online, but, like, I don't think about ending my life <laughs> a lot, a lot. 
Or if I do, it's because of things not happening on the internet. <laughs> yeah. 90% of the time. Anywho, this one got real dark. Um, That's fine. I don't know. Um, I, I have thought about kind of getting back onto Twitter, uh, but in like a way more scaled back way. Um, oh yeah. Um, I might check out Blue Sky and keep like poking around there because that's where a lot of like, uh, cool trans people are. I'm probably just gonna keep following around cool trans people. Um, because co-host is, like, where a lot of them are, and then, like, Blue Sky is also where, uh, a lot of us are. So, uh, yeah. That's probably what I'm gonna continue to do. Because Twitter is just, like, there are pockets of it that are really good, but, like, the Nazis are just, like, so empowered. It's really hard to feel like the platform is for anyone else. Um... This is fun. Um, well, I guess fun is weird. Do you know Too Mad? Yeah. The pedophile? You know he's dead? No. Um, well, hold on. Don't take back anything you just said, because yes... The pedophile mm-hmm. who is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, this is great because now I don't have to fucking explain. I don't have to explain this to John. Yeah. <laughs> too mad. Too mad. Um, I guess for those who don't know, too mad is an internet personality. He's an internet personality. Rise to fi- who started. Who's like, who started he's like twit. He's the thing that started is like, he was like, I'm going to start posting really crazy shit on my twitter and everyone was just like nobody cares and then he was just like the, the, i the, think the I... thing that got, he got the the thing he got famous for uh-huh. was like those like short form memes yeah that like like where you take one single project and then turn it into a bunch of short form clips so like uh one of the things that people remember him for is like going into like zoom classrooms and just like making a, an ass out of himself mm-hmm. um for like classes that obviously weren't ones that he he, he was like they, he wasn't going to them um but yeah his twitter his entire twitter persona was basically like people found out that he was uh a rapist and a pedophile and because well, he um, he was he the, i thought the whole thing was like i'm gonna start he was like randomly one day like i'm gonna start like schizo posting or whatever and nobody yes. cared well that's the thing nobody he, cared until he yeah. was just like hey i like little girls and then people were just like okay kill yourself um yeah <laughs> like which he did um oh and <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it so um earlier this can we get and, a like can we get a content is, warning with a... Yeah, let, let's let's before we go any further, I will say content warning for like suicide and uh, drugs, um, but also it's too mad. So who really gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is like 
This guy's fucking, like, awful. He's just, like, everyone who's ever worked with him talks about how bad it is. Um, people like, people like Justaminx are, like... yeah. They have this weird, like, love-hate relationship with him where they, like, keep telling him, like, keep telling him, like, how bad of a person he is and how he needs to just, like, kill himself and go away. But at the same time, she's making money off of this, and so she keeps working with him and keeps talking to him and shit. That sounds like Minx. Um, and then, um, when did they find him? They found him dead in his apartment. It took them six days to look to find him to realize that he was gone mm-hmm. because that's how unliked he was. Wow. Um, some fun things about his death. Um, one, it was an overdose. He died of an overdose. Um, he died while playing Overwatch. And so for six days, it was open on his PC and the last match he played, he played as the hamster. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really funny. Because the, the thing I'm imagining is he's playing Overwatch. Because the ball, it's it, he's playing ball. It's a hamster. It's a ball. Yeah. And it's a tank. It's a tank class for the game. And so imagining someone just being like, hey, tank, um, stop playing this game. Kill yourself. And then Doom Mad just looks at the camera and does a gym from the office and dies. Oh, boy. I, I'm sorry, I can't not... I've been, like, staring at this all week, and I thought for sure I wasn't going to get to talk about it. Um, so, some fun things about him um, that have come out since. Uh, James Ski, who is... Um, he's a YouTuber. Basically, the day that... Uh, the day that too mad died he tweeted this whole thing he tweeted a bunch of shit but it's basically like hey too mad was a rapist and a pedophile over the past few years he tried to murder me multiple times for helping the police and detectives in multiple states investigate a lot of the horrible things he done he wanted to take out multiple innocent lives by getting behind the wheel and going head on a freeway while being high on illegal drugs he didn't succeed once once as he overdosed before killing anybody so he tried doing it again um, he's tried to murder a bunch of people. He's a rapist. He's a pedophile. Um, he's awful. Um, and a bunch of people are like, not just coming to his, um, not just people like coming to his defense being like, Oh, I'm so sorry. This is happening to you. But a lot of people being like, Hey, I witnessed all of this. Like, all of these things happened, and I was there to witness them. Mm-hmm. Um, there is There are at least uh, seven people with active restraining orders against Too Mad. Yep. Um, there are... Um, James has been, like, really uh, trying to help victims. Um, 
yeah, fucking nuts shit. Um, well, uh, yeah, he's dead. Uh, he also, I he guess owned, Rip Bozo. I don't know. He also like owned a bunch of guns and kept like flashing them at people. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, Rip Bozo. Um, we don't get a lot of these. We got one with Henry Kissinger. But we don't get a lot of these, and so when we do get them, I like to at least just be like, hey, man, Too Mad's dead, and he died in a really embarrassing way. 23, man. Damn. Yeah, I know. His brain wasn't done developing, and he was, like, living a full life, like, on just online, exclusively online. He had no life outside of the internet where people were telling him to constantly kill himself and others. fucking shame in another world too mad would have been like a banker or something like <laughs> um yeah um um apparently um squishmallows and build-a-bear are suing each other because build-a-bear released a thing called a scoosher which um they're just the they're just squishmallows. Okay. They're literally just squishmallows. Okay, uh, trans people. Um, yep. Pick your side and uh, get conscripted into the into the uwu wars. Into the stuffed wars. I like my name better. Um, I like your name better too, also, actually. I know. I'm smart and funny. You hey are. Anna. Hey. Hey, real quick, I'm gonna let everyone don't don't question, don't talk about how high I am right now, because you definitely just saw my brain go blank for a second yep. there. Um, um I definitely did. <laughs> anyway, um I just want everyone to know that Avery is such a, a wonderful We're not doing this. comedy part. We're not doing this. I just want you okay. to know. No, no. I just want to say you're a wonderful comedy part. Okay. Thank you. Um, and this has been uh, a fucking weird one <laughs> to record. This has been a weird one to record. But we're at an you, hour and 12 minutes. Because you've been high the whole time. You've been wizard high the whole time. I know. I know. You gotta. You got to not do this. I know, I know. I love you. <laughs> this is, and the thing is, and the thing is, this sucks because this, like, it's not as bad as, like, <laughs> it's not as bad as when I got kicked out for <laughs> doing a bunch of drugs. Mm -hmm. But it has, like, vaguely the same energy, and I'm like, oh, God. God, this sucks. I hate this feeling. <laughs> This is why I, this is why I've actively tried not to get, you know, get back into you know why substance. You know why it's like because it's weed, and so it's like it's fine. You're fine. Yeah, I'm not like. See, the thing is, I'm not like addicted to marijuana. Yeah. I'm not like sitting here like I'm not like I'm not like sitting here. Uh, I'm not in a trap house somewhere like watching people die smoking weed. No, I'm in my room in my house and. 
in about an hour, I will be completely sober and completely lucid. Uh, and maybe I'll go for a walk or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, and so I'm not, I'm not like killing myself with drugs here, No, but it does still have that, but the it has the... still has the same message of like, you gotta stop doing this. <laughs> you need to stop. We, I'm worried about you. I'm not worried about you. It's just like, you need to be, you I need know, to be know, better. Know, you yeah. gotta be better about your relationship <laughs> with substances. You're you're right, yeah. But it's not like uh, it's not like that. Cut none of it's this. It's not like John, cut it's none not of like this. that serious. Is what I'm trying to say. It's just like you know. Yeah. You gotta. It's mostly. It's, not, it's no, mostly. It's you not, have to stop not. doing drugs as a bit. You can't do drugs as a bit yes. because then you're still on yes. the drugs. Doing drugs. Yeah. Yes. You're still. Doing you can't drugs. ironically do stop drugs. Doing drugs. You can't ironically eat food. You can't ironically consume things, okay? You ha- you because you're yes. still doing it. Do you understand? This is a lesson for everybody. Yeah, it's not just me scolding right? Anna. It's, it's it's a lesson for everybody. You can't ironically do a drug. You can't ironically. You wouldn't ironically do a drug. You wouldn't download a car. <laughs> I would absolutely download a car if I could. Uh, um. But yeah. Um. If this podcast has taught me anything today, it's that one, I need John here or I fucking just become completely useless <laughs> as a podcast host. And two, I need to stop taking giant bong hits as a bit. I think it's, I joke. honestly That's think, not a I think quote. it's been fine. I think it has been fine. We got through it. It's no, all fine. It's, we've had a, a, a decent, we've had a decent, good and normal episode, mm-hmm. but also I've been sitting here just like for a good 10 minutes, I was sitting here like, oh fuck, ow, ow, my brain hurts <laughs> <laughs> for all that weed I smoked. <laughs> yeah, you can get, when we're playing Fortnite, you can get as wizard high as you want. Hun, all right but yes. when we're recording a podcast yeah. you can't be doing you can smoke cbd as a bit okay but leave it at that yeah 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 cbd cbd you yeah. could actually smoke as a yeah. bit. oh my god cbd doesn't count it's like it's like anal in in god in terms of god's eyes you know <sighs> cbd is just like anal that took you a while to get you're really you're really on that on that thc lag aren't you no i was i i didn't understand what you were saying because you were just saying a bunch of fucking words you were just being like you know cbd it's like god's version of anal anyway (laughs) no um no and it's like and then i was like christian girls do anal Yes. Because it doesn't count in God's eyes, and CBD is like anal. Is that a thing? Yes, Anna. Okay, that's another thing, is I'm so insulated from do you know what, Christian... Do you know what else is a thing? Like, Christian injuries. Have you heard like, of... I don't know. Have you heard of soaking? I know what soaking is because I know too much about the Mormon church. Okay. But yes, um, anal and oral are, yeah, not mentioned in the Bible. Therefore, they don't take people it in think the, that they don't count. Yeah, 
Take it in the shitter or take it in the shooter. Anyway. Um... <laughs> this has been the Conditional Materials Podcast. Uh, I've been your <laughs> shitter host, uh, Avery. <laughs> I've been your shooter host, Anna. <laughs> uh, you can find uh, us at podgoblin.cool. Uh, all of our stuff. Find the show on Twitter at Conditional M. Um, I think we are also getting a Blue Sky account, possibly, maybe. I don't know. Um, John and I talked about that at some point, and then I don't. It'll know. be in the show notes. Um, uh, everyone, go to uh, the underscore Yam King on Twitter and tweet at John and say. I love you. I hope your jaw feels better. Uh, everyone go um, into John's DMs and uh, send him uh... feet pics. <laughs> I was going to say yaoi. <laughs> yeah, send him yaoi hands. Send John pictures of yaoi <laughs> yeah. hands to show your support for, uh, <laughs> for the difficult dental procedure he just had to go through. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then get in my DMs if you are, uh, um, uh, trans and polyamorous and, uh, dominant. Anyway, uh. And get in my DMs if you, uh, want to do anal with me to hide it from God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, remember, remember, it could could always be worse. worse. (laughs)